All right, thank you again to David Hellman for joining us here. Uh, it was great to see Hellman out at the stadium in Los Angeles. My my only regret was that he and I didn't have time to go to Boomer Jacks, Brian. Mm. I, I need to make sure that we get David Hellman back visiting Dallas, uh, specifically on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, you know, because they got half price wings. Tuesday, it's bone-in wings. Tu- Wednesday, it is boneless wings, which, uh, as I've made clear here on the podcast, I-, I will tell you guys, I don't like making a big deal out of this. I don't like saying it publicly. Not a fan of boneless wings at first. I thought they were childless or, or like childish sauced nuggets. Uh, but Boomer Jacks has made me a convert. I now like both boneless and bone in wings. So Tuesday and Wednesday, I am there at Boomer Jacks for the half price wings and the cold beer, wall to wall TVs, live music. It is an incredible atmosphere. 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian. Uh, Let's take a look back a little more in depth at this uh, 22 to 10 victory for the Cowboys over the Rams. Um, I think that we're progressively seeing, at least in my own opinion, and I don't want to be a total Debbie Downer and throw a wet blanket on everything, but I think it's just the reality of the situation that needs to be discussed. The, the standards and the expectations are elevating. And so we need to talk about where they're maybe not meeting them right now so that they can progress forward as a contender. Um, uh, progressively i think you're seeing this offense struggling more and more i know you watched the tape today i watched the game back today are you seeing that anything is changing here are are defenses changing the way they're trying to play cooper rush or trying to force the cowboys to do some different things and or, or is this just a matter of cooper rush isn't playing as well as he was like maybe the first week and not that he's been playing you know like an all world player but but he's been solid and and he's not made a bunch of mistakes, but our team's adjusting to them. And how sustainable is this offensive output if the Cowboys want to be Super Bowl contenders? Well, you know, it's really about the defense right now. And, you know, that's that's the lot that they've been cast. And for the last four weeks, they've made it work. And to much to our surprise, uh, we're sitting here right now with uh, an opportunity to, you know, get the lead in the division. Uh, against a, a Philadelphia Eagle team, I think it's played very well. Um, where I think that where Cooper Rush, there's been some issues, but there's been things that haven't been under his control. Uh, you know, yesterday in that football game, he threw two really good passes that were dropped that yeah. would have kept drives going. Uh, a third down pass uh, to CeeDee Lamb that was dropped. Uh, then Michael Gallup, uh, the first pass he drops, but comes back with a spectacular catch later on. And then they also get a holding call on a third and one play, uh, you know. And so that that was one of those times where you're going like, man, here they are. They're they're trying to keep a drive going, you know, good throws. Wow, you get a, the good play call, and then Hendershot gets called for holding at the right. point of attack. And now, you know, you're in a situation then afterwards we have to punt. And so I think Cooper Rush is playing probably as well as Cooper Rush could play. I, I don't, I, I'm, you know, the, the yards and all that, it's not great, but more importantly, I think Cooper Rush is not turning the ball over. Like you said, and I think that's the thing that's been the most impressive right now. He's tried to throw interceptions, but, you know, teams have gotten penalties or 
uh, along the way or something's happened where they, you know, haven't or they've dropped them or, you know, it's just it's the way it's been right now. I I don't think you can open it up anymore. They when they open it up, it's max protection and let it fly. It's worked on a couple of different opportunities. But I think Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy are doing this very smartly right now because they're saying we've got a defense that's not going to give up points. And if we just don't mess it up, we can win this game. We will win it on special teams. Brett Maher could kick 50-yard field goals. Uh, you know, we've, we're, we're going to maybe block a punt. You know, we're going to do things to – to make this work, block a field goal, block extra points, whatever they have to do, they're going to do special teams wise. And I, I think that they're, they're really playing to the strength of their defense and Cooper cups. Okay. With that, excuse me, Cooper cup, Cooper rush is okay with that. You know, the way he's playing, he's not trying to like play hero ball. And, you know, those are the things when you look at Dak, maybe there was a little bit of some hero ball there, you know, and I, I just, Wonder one day if we're going to hear early, you know, in the season with that first game, how many, how many times did Dak check out of runs? And when Dak gets back, is the offense going to be like what we've seen? Now, I'd like to believe it's going to be better with Dak playing and throwing, but is Dak going to be more willing to say, let me commit to a run here. Let me commit to another run. Let me commit to that third run here. You know, and is, and is, Kellen Moore going to call a game that way. I, I think that I think along the way, that's why I asked Dave, I think along the way they've learned that maybe less is more than, you know, than what they were doing and asking Dak to do a lot of things. They've got a defense that can carry this team. They just need a quarterback that can get them, you know, can get them 24 to 28 points every week, you know. You get something like that, then I think you're in great shape. Let's think back to the the Tampa game, and I don't mean the Tampa game from the beginning of this year. I mean the one in 2021, yeah, where they used short passes as their running game, um, and and then they they took a few shots down the field, but they were really moving the ball efficiently that day, and, and it, it felt like that was a lot of the method early on last season. Um, that they thought they could work in the short to intermediate areas with Dak, take shots when they needed to, take advantage of those things. Um, is that the – when Dak comes back, would you like to see Dak running the Cooper Rush offense? Or is that still – if they were to run a version of it similar to what they ran against Tampa Bay early last year and the, th- the things they did early last year, is that maybe more of the sweet spot where you're still allowing the quarterback to win you more – reps on, on a snap-by-snap basis, but also still limiting the potential for hero ball. Yeah, I you know, I think the thing that Dak, when he sits in that room with the other quarterbacks and Doug Nussmeyer and they watch how the game's being played, you know, I, I you know, it's not like I see Cooper Rush miss wide open guys. You know, it's not like when Cooper Rush has had to make third down throws. I've seen it be pretty effective. And, you know, the thing with Cooper Rush is his he's just not going to throw it into a crowd of people, you know, and that's a little bit, I think, of what you got from Dak. And I, I think that that's – I think it's going to be hard for Dak, but I think just being able to watch 
and and kind of get an understanding like, okay, I don't have to throw it there. I don't have to throw it there. I could run right here or I could, you know, uh, I, you know, it's been very effective. And I know last week against the commanders, it wasn't easy running the ball. Sure. But, but, you know, like we talked about on our show, how do you attack the Rams run the ball right at them? You know, and I, I think there's going to be some days where the game plan's going to be, yeah, just run the ball. I mean, I would have been okay if they would have just not thrown the pass at all, you know, just keep okay. running. Keep, yeah. Just keep running, keep running. And, because the Rams weren't going to do anything to you. The Rams offensively were not going to do anything to you. Yeah. You know, and I, especially that last drive, I was sitting in the studio with Zach Wolchuk, and I'm like, run it, run it again, run it again. Just keep running it. You know, you're going to demoralize these guys. And I think that there's going to be a point in time. This, I think this offensive line is getting better. Um, you know, it, will it be even – well, I think with Dak, if there are some – problems with the line I think Dak is good enough to avoid and you know extend the play a little bit better than what Cooper Rush is so I hope that they I hope that they realize that you know the simplistic being simplistic about the game and the approach might be the best path especially with the way this uh this defense is playing you don't turn over the ball you got a shot with this defense you really really do I don't know. So I was doing, I, I'm working on an article right now and I'm hoping we can talk about it later this week. Um, cause I'm doing some research for it right now, but, uh, you know, I, I was looking at, okay, how has, has this offense performed when Dak's been healthy? And I don't even just mean like, like I mean, just when he's played, like, like he hasn't missed games, even if he's been banged up or he's not playing really well, like in the second half of last year. And it was amazing. You go back and look, uh, 2019, in those games when Dak played, the Cowboys were number one in the NFL in total offense. In the five games he played in 2020, over those five weeks, the Cowboys were the number one team in the NFL yeah. in total offense. 2021, again, number one team in the NFL in total offense. During Since midway of 2018, by week 2018, which is when he really started to step up, through today, uh, over the course of that time, they're, I believe, fifth in the NFL in turnover rate when Dak plays. So, that's, I guess, what I'm having a hard time reconciling is that we see that they can be so prolific yeah. and, and that they don't turn over the ball a lot. And so doesn't it feel like even if you're trying to limit mistakes and, and you don't, you, you know, you want to lean on a running game that can help you, you know, stretch these games out a little bit, give the, the defense a rest and then let them come on the field and dominate. Doesn't it feel like you are leaving opportunity on the table, though? Oh, if, uh, yeah, you are. But that. but like the last two weeks and. <laughs> We, you know, we talked about this this officiating crew they just had, Bill Vinovich. They weren't going to call penalties, but look, what oh. the, yeah, look what the last two weeks though. The Cowboys have been very efficient when it comes to penalties. You know, yeah. and the one thing that I've kind of noticed when you watch the Cowboys is when they when they get a penalty and that stops themselves. They they they. It's not always the opponent. It's penalties. It's unforced errors, drops. You know, those are the things that slow this offense down. It's it's not, you know, it's not always the mistakes when it comes to turnovers. It's the penalties. The penalties can, you know, that penalties cause this team a lot of problems because with, you know, with Cooper Rush, they get behind the chains and, you know, they, they can't function as well. But with Dak, you know, that was a team at one time, they would get penalties and 
then Dak would be at first and 20. Next thing you know, it's a first down. You know, they have that kind of capability. But um, I just, again, I, I feel like they're doing a great job. They really are of just protecting the ball and, and not taking those chances. But with Dak, I think you can take some chances. But I'm not saying be reckless. You know, sure. you know, if there's some, if there's, if you want to max protect and take a shot down the field, like you do with Cooper rush, by all means, you want to max protect and throw a, a deep in cut route, you know, by all means, you know, do those things. I mean, they're, they're actually the last two weeks, you know, they've won games without Dalton Schultz even being a factor. I know he's banged all, up. They did. They didn't even, they did not target a receiver. They didn't target a running back all day yesterday. It was, yeah. it was, Targets to three receivers and one to Dalton Schultz. That was it. it. That's it. Yeah. So, you know what? That's probably not the greatest way to play, but it just goes back to this defense. It goes back to how good they are. But, you know, you're probably going to – the defense might be, you know, let's hope they're not in for a clunker. You know, let's let's hope that they continue to, you know, play at a very, very high level. Like David Hellman says, he's anticipating, you know, he goes, unless something happens – Health-wise, you know, he can sense he sees this defense, you know, continuing on the path they are. And if that's the case, then Dak Prescott needs to come in here, protect the football. They need to be disciplined on the penalties. But when they get the opportunity to make some plays where it's run the football or hit one of these receivers or tight ends, they need to take advantage of that. What's the in your opinion, what is the best version of Dak Prescott that we've seen before? 21, 21 of 27 for 262 yards and two touchdowns. Well, here you go. An era then. When's an era where you think we saw the best? It Was it 2019 with Kitna? Was it the rookie year with the running game? Was it the first, those five games of 2020 before he broke his ankle? What, what era, like, like year do you think Dak looked the best? You know, I think the, I think the pre-broken ankle was when he was really starting to yeah. find his, you know, find his groove throwing the football and reading. Question, that yeah. guy right there. Yeah. How do how do you get that back? Is that scheme? How do you get that back for this defense? Is that scheme? Is it personnel? Was there personnel involved that isn't here anymore? So he can't be that guy. How, mm-hmm. how do we get that version of Dak Prescott? I, I think I think that you know, let's week one. You know, we we had a lot of questions about this offensive line with all the injuries. You know, they've now played together. They're going to be, you know, by the time Dak gets back, this group is going to have been together for, what, six weeks yep. now playing together. And I, and I think along the way they've improved. I thought, you know, Connor McGovern did a heck of a job. I know you're asking me about Dak Prescott, but the, the, the tape showed Connor McGovern had a really nice game, you know, against uh, Aaron Donald. And, you know, you got some guys that are playing pretty well. Terrence Steele, who I've had big concerns of, playing pretty well. So I think Dak benefits from this offensive line, you know, coming together a little bit. Uh, I think it benefits from Zeke and Pollard and the ability to how they are to run and how they're interchangeable and how Kellen Moore's using them. I think they benefit from young blocking tight ends, uh, and he'll benefit from that. But now you got to fool the wide receivers. You got, you know, you got the guys, you know, you got a Noah Brown on the rise, you know, Michael Gallup coming back looking good you know, with the play that, you know, he made, you know, you wish he had made the catch, you know, the other one, but, yeah. you know, and then I, I, think he made, I think you made a great point, by the way. I think Gallup driving that, I don't think he had quite the awareness of where the sideline was. I don't think he, the way he looked like he, it looked like he was trying to kind of body catch it 
and then get both feet down. And so I didn't, I don't think he was very aware and he's really got really great awareness, but I think Dak benefits from the fact that this team, when he's been out has won games, but they've grown as an offense. The numbers, the numbers aren't great, but if it, the numbers are great when you start to talk about like running the football and, you know, getting some guys involved, but it's not showing up on the scoreboard. You know, it's not showing up with points. But, you know, I think with Dak, you'll probably sustain more drives because I think his ability to move around and buy a second chance, uh, you know, but he's got to be very, very aware of not turning over that ball. And that's what that's why Cooper Rush has won these games. He just does not turn the ball over. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.